Yo. Yo, yo. What's up? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 33. My special guest, formerly known as Jay Mother F and North. Ladies and gentlemen, Ghost. What's up, man? I think with our feud, this is the first time we've actually talked uh, face-to-face. Yeah. I'm hoping to get another interview in after our match on the 24th. Hopefully. Man, I'm not going to be as busy anymore with summer being over and stuff. That's true. Oh, you're in summer now? You good? Yeah, I'm good. You're in, uh, you guys are in summer now over there? Oh, no, no. We're in the, uh, I don't know. We're in October, so. So, it's fucking already good. I mean, Missouri has, like, weird-ass weather, bro. It'll go to 70, and the next day will be 90. Jesus. Yeah, I'm in New York. We literally have cold weather all the time. And hot weather all the time, so it's fun. Um, <laughs> anyways, man, um, so I hear you have a little bit of a sports background. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I do football, you know. What position you play? Uh, on D-line running back. Ooh, I used to play D-lineman and linebacker. Yeah. That's a good position. Um, all right, so the question I wanted to ask you, so first off, this is more of a thinking question. Uh, why exactly did you get into wrestling and what sort of superstars or wrestlers or entertainers, whatever you want to call it, are you trying to emulate with your character? Well, I think that. You want me to repeat the question? You good? You hear ghosts? Ghost. What's up? Are you good? Alright, I need to find out. No worries. Uh, so my question was so with your character, right? What sort of wrestlers or superstars, <clears throat> entertainers, whatever you want to call it, like what guys do you look at and what guys do you try to sort of emulate in your character? Honestly, I mean ghost. For right now, me as Ghost, it's a big mystery, and I don't feel like it imitates anyone. I feel like it just rem- rem- resembles. You good? All right, go ahead. You were saying, and um, it was uh, uh, but I would say like Jay for Jay North. It was a heel, and like I represent. How every heel complained if he lost a match. That's how I always represent Jay. That's why people thought, oh, he just complained because he's a kid. Nah, it was just how Jay would lose a title, he would complain. Like the Miz would lose a title and he would complain, you know? Yeah. That's how that's how like, heels mostly are nowadays. Yeah, it's all like sort of a complaining of why didn't I get my title shot? Why was I booked to lose? Sort of thing like that. It's not my fault. <laughs> Right, exactly. That's one of the main things also in wrestling. Um, so, my I guess my next question after that would be, um, how how did you kind of find the idea to become Jay North? Well, okay, so how I, how I got my name, it's kind of, it's like, well, my name is Jay, and I saw the street sign that said North, and I just combined it that, Jay North. 
that's how like the original idea was and then I didn't make the character until 2K19 uh, where I was a luchador right there I went to a you know biker and I was a you know I was a mob I, I looked like a luchador slash mafia member Ooh. And then my last thing was like a little Pokemon rev- like Alaska Tire for Jay forever, most of the part. Uh, for MHW was a Gengar attire, because Gengar's my favorite Pokemon. Nice, definitely. So really like even though Jay's probably I feel like so Jay the character, I'm thinking a lot about it. He is getting to the point where he doesn't need titles. And he's already won most. And after and after like my whole run in BCW is over, like I think I might Jay might be done. Uh so you think after BCW it's done? Yeah, and then Ghost will be in charge. Alright. So you think like once we have our match, it's sorta of like that's the kind of the crescendo of Jay. Yes. Okay. Honestly, I feel like that's a good way to end off because uh, again, you and I've been constantly going at it whether it's uh you know we're cool obviously man to man but characters you know big b and j are been in the same locker rooms they don't always get along yeah we just started tc dub you know i don't even watch tcw anymore like i'm gonna lie i got i like i love um k joker ks but you know like just watching multi-man matches it gets repetitive after a while yeah you know spinning the wheel and which I felt that too, but then I just, as you said, you know, you said you, uh, I listened to your podcast with uh, Chien Gong because I listened to all of his uh, things. And he said, you said something about how you were busy and like, which I get that because again, I, I don't have time to sit and watch everybody. Like I barely had time to catch Carnage the other day. Like I had Donnie texting my phone, like uh, you need to come in here now. You need to, I need you, you know, to be in here. Yeah. You know, like, I barely have the time now as it is. I feel like with, like, TC Dub, man, it's, like, it's, like, it's so long. And I know, like, Joker shows also, like, Joker, Elijah is super long, but, like, you're starting at 6 and you're ending at almost 12 o'clock. That is six hours worth of wrestling. And I don't yeah. think the WWE that time. I give them, I give them almost, like, three hours per show they do. Yeah. Well, bro, I mean, not a lot of people... Here's the thing with that. A lot of people can't stick, sit through six hours of wrestling. Like, I know for me right now, for Monday Night Raw, I come home from a long day of school and then work, and then I come home, I watch uh, Monday Night Raw, and I could barely sit through it because, number one, I'm just so tired. Number two, I just can't sit through a three-hour show without either having to get up to go to the bathroom, get up to get a snack, or get up to do something because, like... That's a long time, three hours to be just sitting there and watching the television. Yeah, and then like you have SmackDown, which is a shorter show, and I I can watch through SmackDown. I mean, it's only it's like barely two and a half hours. Like I can, I'm able to watch that, and but like then you have AEW and like AEW Rampage. In my opinion, it sucks. Like it's just like yeah, I don't watch Rampage. I don't, Rampage, I... like it was good at the beginning, and then they're like, let's not make this its own brand. Let's just make it like. What happens? What happens a little later after TNT, and what happened to Dynamite? I'm like, bro, they just ruined Rampage. <laughs> I've been to both um, a WWE show and an AEW show, because like to kind of get like a comparison of like how both brands are so 
alike with certain things and certain aspects that they do as far as production and things like that. But also, as far as just pure wrestling in general, I feel like with WWE, right, they have their show main event, which is sort of the place for the people that uh, we call jobbers in wrestling. You know, the people that either don't win matches, don't have a storyline, you know, don't have anything going, really. Like Shelton Benjamin, I mean, when was the last time he had a storyline? Fucking 2020. <laughs> Damn right, when he was in the Hurt Business. They should have never ended that, bro. So the Hurt Business was making them so much money, and they decided to end it. Dude, the Hurt Business was over. But again, like, even, like, even, for example, with the New Day, um, They're getting know, stale, that, that had to end. It has to end, like, soon, dude. It's getting really stale. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like with like it's like a good TV show, right? You're watching it. I, I compare wrestling to good TV television shows or like a good, uh, yeah, a good television show, I would say. You know, you're watching it, you're watching it, and then you feel like, well, this kind of had, like, you didn't want it to end, but then you kind of went back and took a minute, and you understand kind of, oh, well, it had to end this way because, you know, the storyline or the plot of the movie is getting stale, so kind of it had to end it the way that they did keep the viewers hooked, keep the viewers invested in the product. And yeah. I feel like sort of the thing with WWE, like with the New Day getting stale, you know, New Day had one tag title after tag title. People were complaining on Twitter, you know, why is New Day always over? You know, New Day always goes over. New Day always challenges for the tag titles. New Day always does this. New Day always does that. And then when they kind of had Big E kind of branch out on his own, like when they did the whole Kofi Mania thing, when Kofi branched out and had his little singles run, and Big E then had his own little singles run. Like now I feel like it's kind of time for Xavier Woods to have his own little kind of run. Because they did it with Kofi, right? They did it with Big E. Now I feel like it's time for Xavier to kind of like break off a little bit and do his own thing. Yeah, I mean, they they buried the King Woods gimmick. Very, yeah. Well, they put him again. You know what it was? They put him against Roman. And then Roman took, and then Roman put on the crown, and then stomped yeah, on the crown. Yeah, like King Roman, and bro, you know they were trying to build Roman, and you know they're not gonna obviously have Roman lose to no offense to Xavier Woods, but he's a mid card. Yeah, at least give Woods a mid card title, bro. Bro, I, I here's the thing with Woods: I feel he is so entertaining, and he's so underutilized to the point where it's like people get sick of seeing him because they're like. I either want him to win a title, give this man a championship, or just don't have him on television at all. Kind of thing. Because I will, I will say, like, if he ever wins a real title and he loses the Brock, I'll laugh just because Brock has beat every black champion. <laughs> he has, though. Like, that's it's funny that you actually mentioned that because people I, I saw on Twitter when Vince McMahon did it, people were calling him like a racist that he hated black people because of the fact that every black person that would be champion he would be sending in Brock to bury them. Like, bro, so I was watching the day Kofi lost it and Kofi was my favorite during the time, bro. That you could, And you gave Ricochet a minute and 30 seconds of Brock, but you couldn't get Kofi at least a minute? No, I, I remember when the Ricochet thing happened like four years ago. I was pissed. I was uh, you're telling me a great co- okay, no offense. I love Ricochet, but you're telling me a short, a really short guy can take on Brock for at least a minute, get offense in, but Kofi gets buried by one F five. Yeah, exactly. But nah, like in my opinion, 
they with Kofi, like with Ricochet too, this, this is a problem. Brock, like in the ring, like if you watch his matches, he does better with smaller dudes. Like it's just a fact. He does. That's why I love he like better against smaller guys, guys that are either half his size. Uh, That's why him versus Daniel Bryan in Survivor Series was my opinion his best match. I mean, Brock's had a ton of matches against. I mean, he's been around since Hogan, since Brock, all those guys. And uh, no, I mean, people are like, oh well, Brock works better than the smaller guys. I mean, it's true. I mean, the him and Roman feud was great, but I think that's not what made Roman great. I think the Brock and Roman feud became great in the later half because just the chemistry and Roman with sort of the heel dynamic and Brock with the babyface dynamic, it just, it just kind of worked. Like, I mean, Brock, Brock just. Cool. Cowboy Brock's the best. Yeah, exactly. Like, Brock's the heel, and Roman was the babyface. He wasn't getting any traction, number one, because Brock wasn't really good as a heel. Roman wasn't really good as a babyface, so it kind of, like, was, like, you know, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Like, you're trying to make something of of something that just isn't going to happen, and Roman, again, doesn't really have the promo skills. Neither, I mean... Back then, he didn't. For now, like, right now, I say he's improved a lot. Yeah, and, and it definitely takes time uh, for a lot of guys to improve, like, on the mic. You know, like, if you're not going to find John, like another John Cena who automatically knows how to talk. No, but you're John... You're not going to find an MJF. Or the oh, Miz. Well, I mean, John Cena, too. Here's the thing with Cena, is why he was great for Hollywood. And that's another thing. Cena is great for the business of Hollywood, just like The Rock was a natural when it came to Hollywood, because these guys, John came in, Rock came in, Rocket, Rocket seen a little bit different because the Rocket was kind of like in his blood to do this, and with Cena, he was like, a bodybuilder. Yeah, Cena was born showman. Like Cena knows how to put on a show. You know, it's like with uh, like Logan Paul, for example. Like people, like I see it all over Twitter. People like raining it down on him like oh he's not good you know he does this he does that I don't like his promotion blah 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 people but, don't like him because what he did in Japan that's what I gotta say people didn't like that he okay which if you look back on that video he wasn't laughing at the dead guy he was like freaking out laughing like what the hell like what is this like people yeah. just take that and say oh he's laughing because someone's dead no it's not really what happened but people just want to cancel people for no reason well, here's the thing with cancel culture. I think, for me, in my opinion, I think anybody you could take, you could take any video, right? Any video, because we're in the we're in the we live in the age of social media. You could take any video, you could manipulate it, and, and make somebody. You could do voiceover and just make somebody say something that they didn't mean, or post and cut like people cut and edit clips, and they put like parts of a segment in, and they leave that in, and they don't like. People have no context. So people just assume, oh, well, this person has a negative viewpoint. When that's the case. Like, just yeah. cut clip to make it look like... That's what they do with people like Andrew Tate, where he would say something smart, and then you, like, make a joke, but they'll take the joke part and say he did something bad. Well, oof, here's the thing with Andrew Tate, and I know this is a tough subject, and, I mean, I don't know if we can talk about much about him. All I will say on Andrew Tate is, he is. I don't hate the guy, but I don't like him at the same time. I think a lot of what he said had some merit, had some um, 
claim to it, definitely. But I, I think a lot of his viewpoints were a little bit out there. Like his viewpoints on hard work and, and making money and success. Uh, definitely, you know, that is true and it holds true. Where like, um, I think it was just like, for example, his one quote where it was like, you get a bunch of rich people in the room. You're the one white rich guy in the room. People don't look at, um, you know, each other uh, for the color of their skin. They look, color, they look at each other for their bank accounts. And that's something I agreed with him on because rich people will always, if you have a bunch of rich people in a the room, they will literally compare and contrast the network and how much they mean to society through just money. I just like how, I just like how, like, he just come. I just like him and his brother just, I like how they spend money and there's, like, their person on the camera like, just laughs at him because they're, because, like, that's their cousin Luke, I think. Yeah, and I, you know, you see he's, like, him and Saint always buying a Bugatti and shit. The funny thing is with Andrew Tate, though, is, like, he got banned, but his clips are still all over the internet. So, like, technically, you didn't take Andrew Tate down. Andrew Tate still, like, kind of lives on, and, and he it's, still has his podcast. Yeah, Andrew Tate's not like a typical like KSI, Jake, or, or Logan. Like, I mean, Jake and Logan, it was a little different. Uh, like, I use social media to do these other sectors, like Prime Hydration or Better, and my podcast, and this and that. Like, they use that platform to elevate. They do all different business. KSI, kind of the same thing, but KSI more of, I would say, needs YouTube because that's his main. Yeah, can, I mean, I don't really watch them. I mean, I watched the Jake Paul fight, and I actually think it wasn't rigged. Yeah, people were saying it was rigged online. No, like, I watched the fight with Silva, bro. Jake had some decent combinations. Yeah, like his, I mean, his little last combination he had, like at the end, when he knocked Silva down, that was a good combination. Yeah, he had a couple, he had some good body punches. He had a good right hook. Yeah. You know. And we were like, oh, Silva's 47. Silva looked great. Like, Silva looked great in that fight. Yeah, people are like, I mean, again, say what you want about Anderson Silva, say what you want about Jake Paul, but that was honestly, if we're comparing an MMA youth fight, that was probably one of the better fights from a UFC fighter against a YouTuber that I've ever seen, honestly. Because Silva, Silva, I thought Jake was going to get knocked out in the third round because Silva was just going on. Yeah, I mean, Silva had it, and then, like, uh, my dad and I were watching the fight, and he's like, well, Silva's got no, uh, Jake's got no gas tank. I was like, nah, I said, Jake doesn't need a gas tank. I said, he's doing what he needs to do. You know, he's not letting Silva get on the inside in later rounds. He's working the jab. He's throwing combinations, which is what you have against somebody like Anderson Silva. You have to throw combos. Yeah, because at the first, Silva was just feeling him out. And then Jake was, I will say, Jake looked pretty gassed in the second, but then he picked it back up. Yeah, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was, you know, I, I think it was one of two things. Maybe it was, hey, I'm gassed out and I'm tired. Or maybe it was kind of like he's playing a mind game. I thought he was maybe playing a mind game with Silva. Like, yo, I'm gassed out. I'm primed up for a knockout. And then Jake comes in, bam, bam, bam. Goes with the combinations. But nah, Jake Jake looked good. I I don't believe. So I believe if KSI and Anderson Silva ever fought, I don't believe KSI could beat Anderson Silva. 
I think Jake whoops KSI. I definitely think that fight in, in 2023 is something people want. I see. Here's the thing with KSI. I love the guy. I think he's a great, entertaining YouTuber. I don't think, though, he's definitely going to have to step it up an opponent. And I don't think a year for KSI. Because realistically, 2022 is almost over. You have, let, let's think about it this way. You have, as we're now in no, almost November, Halloween's, Halloween's going to be, well, yesterday after the time this was filmed. This is going to be put up on November 1st. But realistically, you have two months, realistically, before the year ends. And depending on when they do the fight, which I think it'll probably be a summer fight, maybe a spring fight. Depending on when these two decide to actually sign a contract and get in the ring and fight each other. Like, realistically, I I think Jake is going to be more prepared than KSI will be of him. KSI is saying, like, he's not, Jake's not good. But, I mean, literally, I checked on Twitter this morning. Bro, even KSI's little brother, right, Deji. I think you know Deji. Yeah, yeah, Deji. He shouted out Jake on Twitter today. And he was like, oh, big up Jake, you know... And Jake was like, thank you, man. Respect to you. You know, you were the reason I started. You know, kind of that little, like, sportsmanship. And and, and I don't think... I think KSI is sort of like, oh, well, all the fights are great. You gotta... People gotta understand that a KSI and a Jake card, like, just in boxing in general, nobody actually cares about the undercard. Yeah, people do not care. I didn't even watch that whole undercard. I just watched the Jake fight. I watched um, his new his new up and comer. I saw uh, what was his name Ashton something Silv. I think his name was that kid looked sharp. Like that kid's the future of boxing, in my opinion. He he had a he knocked out this veteran boxer. He wasn't supposed to win, uh, you know, and he knocked him out clean. Like the, the guy came out like as the his opponent. I don't know his name. Came out as the aggressor. This was the co-main event. Came out as the aggressor. The guy Silv. Hits him with a two-piece. It's done. Like, the fight's over. Round one. Knockout. So, again, with Jake, I, I definitely think when people say, oh, well, Logan can beat KSI, the reason... Here's the thing. And now looking back on it, I think Logan didn't beat KSI because of the two-point deduction. Well, Lo- Logan lost that in the, in the second fight. The first fight shouldn't have not been a tie. Logan won that fight so clearly. The refs, I mean, the people in the match card does not know what they're doing. That first fight was so Logan's. His KSI looked terrible in their first fight. Well, it was sort of he didn't know what he was coming in against. And I don't even think, K- like KSI now, it's kind of hard to say if he'll actually win. Because again, against... Uh, you have to look at also the level of opponent that both these guys have had to face. You look at Jake. I mean, yeah, he's been fighting former UFC fighters. Yes. But they, they, he's trying to fight a real boxer, but the guy pussied out. Yeah. He had, um, what was that? He Rotman Jr., who's now working with KSI. Kind of like weird. They're deji. Yeah, man. Like, uh, like. Uh, Tyson Fury's little brother did not want to fight Jake. One, the first thing I tried to fight, that was not, that was not, that was no one's fault. Tyson's brother broke his collarbone. But then the second fight, like Tyson's brother just 
didn't want to make the weight at all. So he pretty much pussied out of that fight. Well, he then he said, oh, I have a broken rib. I'm sick. I have a cold. <laughs> you know, like that's not like good. Like, if you're going to go and fight professional boxers, right? And we, again, the people that Tommy Fury, like, and I've watched a couple of his fights. The people that put in there, bro, he couldn't even knock out Anthony Taylor. What Anthony Taylor, first of all, smaller than him, was a former Bellator guy who had, first of all, less experience than he did, um, less ability. He was on the last J card, less striking, you know, and again, like, bro, like, again, you need to be able, like, you can't even knock out a smaller guy like Anthony Taylor. Who's not that good of a boxer and sucks? What makes you think you're going to step in the ring as Jake and it's going to be like Jake? Is, again, people, a lot of people are underestimating Jake because they don't. I think with pure jealousy, man. Like, I think I've predicted. I've predicted Jake to win in every fight. But people are like his fights are rigged, dude. He fought Ben Askren. Ben, Ben, Ben is not known for his punching ability. Perfect move by Jake to get his resume up. Tyron Woodley, known for his power, almost knocked out Jake. And people were like, oh, well, Tyron's not a boxer. Tyron almost knocked Jake out of the ring. And you're telling me that he's not a boxer. Yes, he isn't a boxer, but he looked damn better than any of the other boxers. And the other thing, I think one thing that Jake brings that KSI doesn't is entertainment factor. Like, if you look at a Jake card, like, you look at Jake... Like, KSI's fight, I'm sorry, was not entertaining. Jake's last six fights have been entertaining as hell. KSI's last fight with Swarms, the promotion was great, but his fights were a huge flop. I'm sorry. You had two guys go in there, Ghost or Jay, whichever. Um, You had two guys put in there, bro, with KSI that were put in there to lose. Right? How are you going to make a statement now to Jake Paul saying that, oh, well, you know, look who I fought and look who you did and your guys are putting there to lose when you fought a skinny boxer who was two and one, who had three professional fights. Which I get, it's a warm up fight, blah, 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 whatever. But, but like, then again, that warm up fight, it was like not like a couple months ago when you haven't fought anyone else. You say exactly. He's on the prime card now. They're having a prime card. Him and Logan in December, I believe it is, or January. Which I I might watch that. But, like, then how come with these other boxing cards you have, these other Misfits cards, why if you're not on it, you're not charging people any money and you're making it free? Meanwhile, when it's your card, you're you're charging money. You know, that just kind of seems weird to me. How you're charging money for your cards and your fights but you're not charging money when anybody else headlines the card and you're not on it. You know what I mean? The last the last card, right? I think the headliner, one of the headliners, I think, what was it? It was, I forget who it was, Jay Swingler against, uh, who was the guy he fought? I don't, rem- I don't even remember. It was Jay Swingler and yeah, I don't remember the guy's name. A Chadley, I think his name was. That was the headlining fight. Bro, Slim and Ryan Taylor should have been the headlining fight. Yeah. Slim and Ryan Taylor literally should have been the main event. 
I'm sorry. Jay Swingler went in the round one knockout on Chadley. But, bro, Slim and Ryan Taylor with the beef and everything, bro, you could have built something off of that. Right? Slim Slim and, I mean, Ryan Taylor, no disrespect. But, in my opinion, putting them as the co-main event is disrespect. They should have been the main event because there was legit beef. There was a legit rivalry. People wanted to see it. Bro, that is uh, the, the caliber of a main event. That smells money right there. That smells money. Legit beef. Slim got jumped by Ryan Taylor. Uh, you had animosity. Dude, that's prime for a main event right there. But you put him as co-main. You know, so I, I, I think... Like, I like KSI, but I think it, it, he, he's being more and more exposed as a fraud in the grand scheme of things. And I think now I kind of see what Jake Paul is kind of saying about KSI, kind of what Andrew Tate's even saying about him. Because KSI is kind of being fake. You know what I mean? I, mean, I, get, I get that. Like, don't you think that's weird that he charges for his fights, but... Every other fight on the card that is not his, he he has them work for free. Because he wants us, wants all the money. Exactly, man. With Jake Paul, right? Yes, Jake made events on the cards, but dude, it's Jake's promote. Like KSI, I get it. It's his promotion. He's got a main event. And with Jake, most valuable promotions, I get it. But I believe he's charged pretty much for every one of his fights. I mean, like, I mean, the Andrew Silva, like. If you didn't know, like, if when Silva lost, now, like, he's, now they're trying to make him and Silva trying to make, like, a pr- thing where UFC fighters actually get the proper health care now. Exactly. But K- KSI's kind of looking at, oh, well, who am I going to fight? Like, who's going to be primed for a beating next? Like, dude, if you want to fight Jake, right, people are like, oh, well, he should fight Tyron Woodley. No, I, I don't think he should fight Tyron Woodley. Well, he can, like, the people in the KSI Discord, well, he can knock him out in a quicker time. No. Yeah, you know what that's just gonna prove if KSI because what if KSI can't knock out Jake's Tyron like somebody like Tyron Woodley? That's gonna be that that's gonna be more foundation for Jake Paul to go off of and be like, oh well, you know, he couldn't even knock out Tyron Woodley, so what even is gonna make him try to knock me out? I don't believe K like I'm sorry, like I don't believe with what I've seen in the last fight, unless KSI in December or January proves me wrong, I don't see him winning against Jake. Yeah. I don't see him beating Jake. I'm sorry. And, and, pe- and even, bro, even his friends, his friends, uh, you know, Mini Minter, Bazinga, you know, them, the sidemen. Yeah. They don't want him to take the fight with Jake. Every last one of them doesn't want him to take the fight with Jake because they know how dangerous Jake is, and Jake is a whole different fight than Logan. Logan, yes, maybe taller, and Logan showed some legit technique, but Jake has power. I do want to see Logan versus Jake one day. I I know it's never going to happen. They want it to happen, but I don't think their father or mother is going to let it happen. Yeah. I feel like it would be so funny. I feel like they would just like it would be like it would be like an eight round match, just to them just playing around and just testing each other out until like the eight round where they finally get on it. It'd be like a, it would be like a little sparring match. And it's 
say that Logan yeah. Paul and Andrew Tate now. Too. I will say, not gonna lie, the prime drinks kind of, I, I kind, they kind of suck. I don't really like them that much. They're too yeah. sweet, bro. Like they're like they're like what? Their popsicle flavor is too sweet. I will say their lime flavors are pretty good. I like their lime flavors are my favorite. I didn't like their popsicle because when I got it, I got it from uh, I worked down the block from like a GNC. So I went down to my local GNC, down the block from my job, and the sample like literally the prime uh the when I got the what was it the popsicle, it tasted like sunblock, dude. Yeah, and then like I don't really like grape drinks. So this reminds me of cough medicine, so I'm not gonna try that one. I heard the fruit punch one's really good. Fruit punch was amazing. I had so I've had fruit punch, grape, lime. The fruit punch, I think the tropical punch was the best one I think out of all. The orange I had probably my second favorite, and then the lime, second, third. But so I went down to my GNC and to get a prime drink, right? And I, I was like, well, how much for the prime packets? Literally the packets, right? One is like a dollar, but bro, for a whole pack, and I was talking to the lady about this at the register, a whole pack, bro, is $17. Yeah, no thank you, man. Like, you can get like Gatorade packs for like five bucks. Exactly. If these guys are going to go after their competitors, like, you need to charge less, not more. I mean, that's why, that's why people are only buying like one bottle. Of well, because KSI and Logan are ripping people off. Like, you, like I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of Prime. I still rather have a body on my Gatorade. Exactly. Well, to change topics. Uh, Alright, so I have a question for you. Look. Okay, so. people, A lot of people are talking about the NFL, and I know you're a big NFL fan. Um, first of all, let's take it. I have two questions, but this will dictate the second question. Um, okay, so what really NFL teams are you a fan of? I'm only a fan of one and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, Steelers fan. Alright, alright, fine. fine. I mean, we're cool, we're cool, so you know what? At least I'm not a Cowboys fan. Oh, yeah. I'm not not either, but I'm a Jets and Giants, so I'm riding on the 5 and 1, 5 and 3 and and 6 and 2. Yeah. You guys, you guys like got your butt whooped by Seattle today. Yeah. What what happened? I'm on a roll, and I, and I feel like it's like it's because Pete Carroll wants to be doing good. Like Pete Carroll is like it's his playbook. Because Russell Wilson sucks this season. Yeah, but I feel like with Russ and their offense, it didn't really work. The head like, coach was terrible. Like they hired the head coach because they thought they were going to get Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, that's that's the, that was Green Bay's Aaron offensive coordinator. They all thought they were going to get Aaron. Everyone thought they were about to get Aaron, but no. Oh, yeah. That's going to actually lead me into a question I'm going to ask you later. But, nah. Like, here's the thing with the Giants and their performance. Like, I watched it, and the offense, offense was good. The defense. Bones, dude, sucked. It was, no, it was the special teams, bro. I'm telling you. Literally. They had, uh, what was it, two or three turnovers on special teams. That it was, oh my god, bro. Your defense carried. Our defense as well, bro. We had Leonard Williams got his first sack today. And Xavier McKinney also got a sack. I watched bits and pieces of the game. But, uh, nah, the Giants, uh, you know, 
wasn't the greatest performance. It was kind of an L. The Seahawks, men are a tough team. Tough team. Credit to Seattle. Like, seriously. Um, credit to Seattle. They're a really good team. You know, Geno, again, Geno Smith, this is the best season I've, had, I've seen him, honestly. Best playing out of him, football-wise and strategy-wise, everything in general, man, that I've seen him in years I'm play. Like, he's, what, he's like in the top five MVP candidates right now. Definitely. I like, honestly, I feel like it's either Chino getting comeback or it's Saquon, bro. Just Saquon is going off this season. Bro, I think Saquon right now is the number one running back, too, in fantasy as well. Number one like, running back. He will always say, he's like, oh, he's washed. I'm like, nah, bro, it's Saquon. Like, no offense, you guys suck at drafting one. <laughs> oh, no, we do. We do. You guys finally <laughs> dropped the good one, and then, like, Andrew Thomas finally starting to do good. Well, it takes time. Like, people don't understand that it, it, it takes time, and it takes a lot of, like, work and strategy when drafting guys. Like, you can't just go in there and not, like, you don't think the, the Giants coordinator, Jets coordinator, and all these other teams are there in the draft. You don't think they have guys, like, written down and do their research? Like, dude, these guys do thousands of hours of, like, research before the draft. And they're literally writing down players. So that way, like, if their pick, like, if their pick, let's say, gets picked, you know, they're crossing them off and they're like, okay, let's go with the backup. Dude, it's all about strategy. And people don't understand that when it comes to the draft. It's all about strategy. Even in these fantasy leagues, bro. Like, me, for me personally, like, I see who does well in, in each season. I study each player. And I draft well in fantasy. Bro, I'm 6-1 and one this year in fantasy. Because I saw, listen, I had Patrick Mahomes last year. Pat Mahomes didn't do great for me. I was looking around, shopping for a quarterback, Josh Allen. This one guy in my league, one of my friends in our league, who had Josh Allen, got third or fourth place in the league last year. And I got seventh with Patrick Mahomes. So it's like, let me take Josh Allen. Josh, bro, has been going off, man. I'm first place now in my league because I have Josh I got, Allen. I got Jalen Hurts, bro. He's been going off. Oh, yeah. Bro, I have Josh Allen, Cooper Cup, and I have Saquon in my league as my top three players. My top three is Jalen, A.J. Brown, and Jalen Waddle. And no, I also got Jamar Kiss. Oh, I have Jalen Waddle. Waddle, I, Waddle, I put Waddle on my flex, and I think it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. Bro, facts. And this is my second year. So this is my second year drafting. So with drafting, again, you want to go, depending on your league, you want to go wide receiver high and running back high. Like, you want to draft multiple running backs and wide receivers, and that's going to kind of be the consistent thing of your team. Um, like, kind of the consistent theme is always draft running backs, always draft wide receivers, more of them, so that way you can have more of a uh, kind of selection and more points because the wide receivers and the running back is, at the end of the day are going to get you the most points. The you quarterback. Know, and then, like, God. one thing I was pretty disappointed in, bro, like, not like running backs. My running backs have been carried by Tony Pollard, the Cowboys backup. That's my best running back right now. Oh. And it's because he gets me 19 points, and I'm rather taking 19 points and then freaking, okay, because Najee has a terrible O line, and I went for him because the Steelers actually upgraded, and it looks like they downgraded. Bro, because so, 19. Their offensive coordinators is so bad, dude. Like, they need a fire up. 
Like if it's four, is it third and eight, and you go for a screen? I hate like you're dumb. Who was it again? Who? Was it the Cowboys head coach you were talking about, or offensive? No, offensive coordinator for some Steelers sucks, dude. Oh, yeah, they're bad. Like, but if, I know, I'm like, if I'm Mike Tomlin, bro, like I'm not to make, I'm not to do the calls, bro, because you're telling me you're doing a short five yard pass on a third and eight, you're done. But dude, you guys went against six and zero Eagles. I'm not saying the Eagles are like the best team. I think the Eagles might make the Super Bowl. I think I really do think so. How they're going, bro? They're unstoppable right now. Yes, they're probably gonna lose three games this season. Cause I, every team that's ever went undefeated loses at the Super Bowl, and they'll never. No one is ever gonna have that perfect season. Like the yeah. only team that ever should have actually did it was the Patriots, but they just, their defense just choked really hard. I have one team in mind that's going to go for the AFC, and this is the only team that's on my mind for the AFC. For the Super Bowl, I got Buffalo. Same. I think Buffalo. That's it. Like, locked in. No, I mean, see, I just think Josh Allen is just so good right now. The the Bills' whole team is unstoppable. I mean, like, after that Chiefs loss, bro, they're like, no, like, never again. What did they do? They went to go grab Von Miller. They drafted a stud corner from Florida, like, and then they go off to beat the Chiefs in the regular season. But we all know that the Chiefs are way better in the playoffs than regular season. Yeah, but dude, like this year, Buffalo eats the Chiefs for breakfast, lunch, dinner. Like this, this is like real talk. Like the Buffs eat the Buffs, <laughs> the Bills eat the Chiefs for breakfast. For lunch, for dinner, for dessert, dude, it's done for the Chiefs. I'm telling you, if they get Buffalo in the AFC Championship this year, they are going to get the Buffalo Bills. Probably will be the underdogs in that game, but it will be one of the most disappointing L's in Chiefs history, and one of the biggest redemption arcs for the Bills. Yeah, it was super upset they lost last year over a coin toss, bro. <laughs> That's the only reason that Chiefs won that game. And that the corners, bro. Like, how do you let Tyreek Hill spin move you and, like, bro, come on. Like, Tyreek Hill's fast, but when he's spin moving, bro, he's slowing down. Come on, now. Bro, I mean, best team in the NFL, I think, right now. AFC-wise, I'm going Bills. Nobody ties the Bills. Not even the Chiefs right now. I'm sorry. And, and yeah, I'm going with the Eagles. Yeah, NFC. I mean, I would say the Rams, but the Rams are three and three. Dude, the freaking Niners smacked the Rams. Did they? Did they beat the? They they beat the the Niners beat them today, right? Yeah, like they smacked them. Oh, it was by like three scores, wasn't it? Yeah, because freaking Christian McCaffrey went off. Of course, bro. It's McCaffrey, bro. Bro, you gotta understand. Like for the for the for the Niners, and I guess that can lead us into our next thing. Because for the Niners and who was it? The Niners and the Rams. Here's the thing with the Ni- uh, the Niners and the Panthers. I'm sorry, I can talk about the trade. The Niners and the Panthers, bro. It was so much for each. Like people gotta understand, that's so much for each team to give up. Because for the Niners, they gave up. I think it was four or five draft picks total that they had to give up. And then for the um, Panthers, bro, you're giving up your star running back. 
for for four extra and, draft picks. And no, and I want to explain people like why didn't they get a first rounder? Because do you look at the free agency running backs this season? If they didn't get McCaffrey, bro, if the Giants will sign resign Saquon, he'd be a free agent, and people don't and like. Damian Harris from the Patriots about to be a free agent. Like, there's so many people about to be a free agent. There's a reason why they didn't give up a first rounder. All right, so that leads me into my next question. So, who do you think, right, out of um, so the fifth year option, right? So, obviously, there was a rumor going around in the summer. There was a uh, thing going around in the summer that Brian Dable did not want to exercise Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley's fifth year option. Right. So my question is, right, do you think either of them, and I pretty much I think know your answer to this, but do you think either of them are going to be uh, re-signed? And personally, if you had to pick one to keep and one to fire and kind of let go to free agency, who are you picking to stay on the Giants and who are you picking to go to free agency and why? Saquon, I think, okay, people are going to be like, oh, he's going to get a big deal. Don't give Saquon the biggest deal. I think he should get, like, a three-year, getting 18 mil or, like, over, like, over a little past 10 mil. Because Saquon's a good running back, but just the consistency with him, I think, is an issue. But he is, in my opinion, the best running back and was always the best. I think he was always better than Christian McCaffrey. He's just the Giants don't know how to draft. Like, but Daniel Jones, man, he's doing great this year. But if like, dude, they might okay. But if they're if they're gonna pick a guy, it should be Saquon, Daniel Jones. It is hard because you gotta think they don't. They're getting a high draft pick this year if they're gonna go in the role they're going. So they won't get Bryce Young. They won't get the Ohio guy. Like they're not gonna get a good quarterback in the draft unless you wanna trade for one. But really, who's on the trading block for quarterbacks? There's Dak not really not anybody going right to the Giants. Sorry about it. And plus, I think that kind of sucks. You guys could get, try to get Kirk Cousins. You guys could try to go get Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe Jimmy. You guys could go get Jimmy Garoppolo. Now I'm thinking of it, like, it's either you're getting Jimmy or your guys are going to tank. But you guys don't look like you want to tank because the Bills offense coordinator that became your head coach is a really good head coach. Definitely. So here's the thing with that, right? Daniel Jones is playing well this season. And, like, I used to hate Daniel Jones. And I never really understood why we drafted him at all. But now the, the kid's kind of grown on me. I don't know. But if, you like, guys, if you guys re-sign him, it's for a one-year deal, I think. Yeah, so I don't think we signed him past one year. But I don't think either. I mean, Daniel's, Daniel Jones, he, you know, he can run the ball really well. I mean, I think he's had less fumbles this year as well. Uh, but, you know, but the guy, there's just... I guess nothing really, like, unique about him. There's nothing really that stands out. He kind of just is, like, your typical quarterback. Like, there's nothing that you can, like, kind of pinpoint and be like, oh, well, you know, he's great because he can do this, this, and this. It's kind of like, oh, Daniel Jones can run. That's cool. Honestly, I think that Daniel Jones, when I first looked at him, I thought, wow, that is a worse Eli Manning. <laughs> he looks like Eli. He looks like he looks like Eli, bro. He does, but nah, man. I mean, I I, I think we give up Daniel after this year. Like personally, I, I I think we give him up if we go for 
some, we either trade or we send him to waivers. And you know who I, I really want Odell to come back, bro. I want Odell. Odell is not coming back. I don't, don't have think the, Odell's bro, going to the, the Chiefs at, right now. We don't have the money to get him no. anyway. Because your old your old uh, old office was, was dumb, and then like you wasted a first rounder on Kandarius Tony, and now he's on the Chiefs, which I'm I'm a Florida fan. So I was happy you guys drafted him, but bro, you guys don't know how to manage a receiver at all. The reason why you're out of money is because, bro, freaking what's his name? Kenny Galladay, bro. He sucks. Yeah, bro, I, I, I think with these offseason changes, I think after week 18, I think Brian Dable is really going to kind of... David, uh, who, who's our new manager now? I don't even know how hard GM is now. But... Um, no, I, I really think we're going to have to reassess this offseason and really take guys out and really, like, think about what our future is going to be as a team. And I guess who can we get to best help execute that future? Um, and, and the same thing goes with the Jets. The Jets are looking like a great young team this year. Zach just threw way too many interceptions. He was the Patriot defense. To be fair, was all up in his face, um, but he threw way too many interceptions. Was way too careless today against that Patriot defense. Uh, I mean, a lot of looks in the pocket that he was trying to force that he shouldn't have been forcing at all. Uh, should have been throwing the ball away. I think Zach Wilson could have played a little bit of smarter football. Could have been a little more educated and. When it came to ball security, in my opinion. Yeah. I will say, though, the Jets know how to draft defensive players. Bro, we have Sauce Gardner, bro. That kid can, can, bro, that kid has the mind of a veteran. But I'm looking at what Sauce is. I'm not looking at this year. I'm looking at can he be great the next couple of years, the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years, however long we have the kid. Can he still be great throughout? Because I've seen, I've watched football for the last 10 years, and I have seen a lot of guys in football come and go. And I've seen a lot of rookies that their first year they do phenomenal, but then their second year, it's a dramatic decline in talent. So what I'm looking at with guys like Garrett Wilson, with guys like Sauce Gardner, what I'm looking at is... Can these guys keep this consistency? Can these guys throughout play smart, educated football? Can these guys throughout their career stay at that at that sort of like I have a promising level? And, and again, with these teams and every team in general, like there's always things you need to improve on. There's always ga- a game plan you need to work on. And the Patriots, again, for the Jets, for our team, weren't ever a strong suit. We always got beat by Tom Brady. Like, some half the time, I didn't even watch the Patriots game because I'm like, yep. I said, we're going to beat the Patriots. The Patriots for the Jets were just that one team that they couldn't figure out and still can't. Um, but at the end of the day, it was, a, it was a good matchup. But Zach, again, I believe that Zach gave that game away. Um, I mean, yeah, they, the, the Jets had a chance. It's just Zach just making second-year rookie mistakes. Bro, I thought they were gonna put in Mike White, honestly. Yeah. Mike, they had they they panned to the camera to Mike and Joe on the side, Joe Flacco and Mike White. They panned to them on the side, and Mike was like ready to go in, and Joe was like, "Yo, what's Zach doing out there?" 
Like we're giving How him plays. Still in the league. That amazes me. He's a backup though. I know though, but like Moreau, he went off to go win a Super Bowl for the Ravens. I mean, Ray Lewis really won that Super Bowl, but I mean, yeah. But like, goes off to the Ravens, goes off to do terrible on the Cowboys, goes to the Jets, goes to the Eagles, gets and two days later after getting signed by the Eagles, gets traded back to the Jets. Uh, he's been through all of it. <laughs> Joe Flacco. And he was sad that his favorite team of all time is the Eagles, and he got traded by the Eagles. <laughs> They're like rejected. It's like it's like when the loser dude in, in school asks out the hot pretty girl, and she rejects him. Mm-hmm. But he's the one. He's he, she's the one guy. Uh, he's the one girl he wants to be with. But she and uh, uh, he's the one guy he loves. Uh, he's the one girl she, that he loves. She's the one girl he loves, and his one his first love, and he just keeps going back to the well. Like that's Joe Flacco. Yeah, and Joe. then my boy, I think who's the goat is um you know the man that won the Eagles the Super Bowl, Nick Foles, the goat. Oh yeah, Nick Foles. I love Nick Foles, bro. I really wish that I I really wish that the Eagles never got rid of him. I really because Carson Wentz, dude. Like I feel like I feel like Nick Foles did ruin Carson Wentz's career a little. Because I think oh. that, bro. And Frank Reich's also a terrible head coach. Oh, yeah. Like, go back to being an offensive coordinator because, bro, you did great on the offensive coordinator for the Eagles because you know what because you know what the strengths for Nick Foles won. That's why you won the Super Bowl, even though that was the worst defense I've ever seen in the Super Bowl. It was still one of my favorites. The Eagles versus Patriots was a great Super Bowl. Now, I will say Patriots versus Rams was the worst Super Bowl ever. 13 points? Like, bro, you couldn't score even 20? Bro, that was that was bad, bro. That was like, people were leaving during the, like, like third quarter. Yeah, that was bad. And, and even, like, the guys that haven't been doing good, I guess, as uh, head coaches, but do good as coordinators, perfect example that comes to mind is Todd Bowles. I mean, the Bucks right now were the worst that I've seen them in in the last two years. They are three, I believe, three and three. Right? They lost they... to the Steelers, bro. You lost to the Steelers. You lost to the Ravens. And, and, and Brady's same thing. Forcing things that aren't there in the pocket. The defense for the Ravens, though. I got to hand it to the Brady Ravens. Brady should have retired as soon after the Bucks Super Bowl, I feel like. Rogers should retire as well. You know, actually, I feel like the Raiders should have retired after their la- uh, the last Patriots Super Bowl. I mean, the Patriots... that would have been a perfect. That would have been a perfect ending, in my opinion. That's true. That that would have been because you won six, you tie the Steelers, but then like Bill, Bel- I get Bill Belichick is very hard to deal with. You go to win, go to the Bucks, you win it. Retire. You don't have to prove anything else, and now your marriage is ruined because you just don't want to retire. And this should be Brady's last year. Aaron should retire. Joe Flacco should retire, and Nick Foles should. Re- Nick Foles can stay. Nick Foles is the goat. So Nick Foles can stay another ten years. I want to complain. Oh my god! I can't believe Denver. Denver actually won a game. All right. So how we're gonna do this is, I guess we'll talk about. Um, so I guess we'll talk about week. Uh, we'll talk about this week eight 
then we'll kind of go into uh, the main question at the end, and then I'll let you go. Oh, also, I have an interview could be lined up with uh, Manny Mags as well. Uh, waiting on the confirmation on that. Could have something lined up with Donnie as well. Because uh, Manny Mags wanted to literally was like, yo, can I come on to do a Packers thing? And I was like, yeah, yeah of course Mags is a Packers fan. Mags is a Packers fan. Bro, yeah. and the MHW fam too. We also, we do we do talk football as well. Uh, me, Jay, Jay Mags. Um, we have any other football fans in that chat? Uh, Shaft. Shaft, Shaft's a Cleveland Browns fan. I hey, Rich. I definitely got to find out from Shaft if I can get him on here. Um, what else? Dude, Probably, um, I heard Joker isn't really big, and he used to be big, but then he just got burnt out of it. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to get the NFL and sports fans on here. I wonder if Ziggy is a sports fan as well. I barely talk to Ziggy. I, I got to talk to Ziggy to post most of his stuff in the YouTube Twitch section because I can't barely read all this stuff, bro. He posts like a whole storyline. On everyone's stuff, it's hilarious. Bro, it's it like Ziggy's great, and again, I love the love the guy, and I get it. Like, I really do, and the booking he does is great. Bro, I'm surprised, like honestly, that people haven't come to watch him. Really, I don't. I don't think I have Ziggy followed because you uh, because right now I'm trying to reform my Twitch. You know, make it um, instead of J North, it's just gonna be Ghost. Yeah. So I'm just going to wait the five days until I can change my username. I guess Twitch is being asked. And, you know, it said three months. You can change it. And it's been like five. I totally get that. Let's see. What does he post? Did he post anything today? Ziggy, let's see. I'm, I'm literally scrolling through my self-promo section. The last thing he posted was about Survivor Series, which is November 13th. And then he posted. Oh, my God. He posted the whole card. I'm always booked. So I know that I have a spot. Um... No, but I, I sit in on the shows every Monday. The Wednesday show is not really because I get busy on Wednesdays, and it's one of my worst days to tune in. But uh, I mean, his his shows are decently booked. I just well, don't know. Does he, he have his own shows at WWE? He, he does WWE. He does like Raw, SmackDown. He does like storylines. Like I'm I'm in one of his main storylines right now. Um, we're building toward the Usos for Survivor Series. It's me and one of his created characters our tag team and we're building toward Survivor Series because uh, we're going to face the Usos for and I'm the tag champion I'm also the hardcore champion of his promotion and on the road to becoming world heavyweight champion yeah and then like you know still trying to find your uh, tag team for you Hey, fair enough. Whenever you can find a man, like, I'm, again, I'm down to I'm tag. I'm trying like, to get, like, I had a couple people said they want to bring in, you know, and I'm like, cool. They never bought them in. I'm like, man, like, I'm not going to bug them about it because if you don't want to bring them in, like, take your time about it. But, like, I am trying to, like, get that little title done. Like, a little title tour done. I still got two more weeks of that. You got two more weeks of a world title tournament? Yep. We have uh, BCW After Dark as well. We have... Um, I'm trying to do a BCW After Dark uh, title tournament. I'm trying to get some more calls downloaded. Again, no, I might update some things. And I mean, yeah, bro. I mean, I feel I, like I, if I can get the NWA tournament done. So, what are your honest opinions on? I just curious. I know we we feud a lot, and you and I joke and we kid a lot. But what is your main thoughts on my show? I like it. I mean, 
I feel like me and you are probably going to have the biggest feud. I'm happy you're stepping up in 2K19, though. Happy you're not. I'm like 2K22, man. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm going to have to re- revamp BC Dub a little bit. Uh, we're going to have so to. What so, with 2K19, the file on my uh, thing completely crashed. This has happened before with 2K20. I had a whole universe prepared for 2K20, but I had to stop. It was literally, I was on the road to WrestleMania. I think I was either going to go, I was, I was the hardcore champion. Because obviously, I didn't, want, I didn't want to book myself as main event. Because I'm like, I can pull it off. But like at the end of the day, you know, is it really going to be fun putting myself over for the title? Yeah, probably not. But I'll do it like a mid card thing because you know what? I'm good at promos and stuff. And that's why with BCW, I kind of took a back seat a little bit. Like I kind of let the other guys and girls in the chat. Well, we didn't really have many girls now, but now we have like uh, Princess Maddie. We have Jasmine. We didn't have many women in the chat. Because not a lot of women in Twitch is women on women on Twitch is something, especially in the wrestling community, that is severely lacking right now. So like I've talked to I think it's Queen Queen Brit. I talked to Jasmine about this. It is women in on Twitch like fair play because women on Twitch is like severely lacking. Like there's not a lot of women that stream. So the ones that do I give them a lot of credit. Or the ones that even have channels, because not a lot of women on Twitch have channels either. Not a lot of there's not a lot of women on Twitch that stream or do anything of that sort. I, mean, I think Jasmine's kind of mad at me because I know. Oh, and that wasn't me, bro. But Jay retired. You all know from MHW. Oh, I know. You know, last match. You know, we were and like I wasn't even like heartbroken about it or anything. He probably like people like. Ah, finally this man's out of here. And I was like, I like that reaction because I ran that show for almost two months. Hey, sometimes you gotta give the people what they want, that crescendo. And like for me, when I when I go in there and I, you know, talk my shit and I say what I want, like that's again me getting a reaction. Like that's what wrestlers do. They shout out wrestlers either they don't think they're gonna beat. Like, 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 for example, Logan Paul, Roman Reigns, perfect reference right here. Do you re- do people really think Logan Paul is going to beat Roman Reigns? Yeah. No. Wait, really? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was about to say. I, I, I love the re- I love the reaction of that to ever happen. My reaction? I love anyone. People would stop watching instantly. Dude, because here's the thing in wrestling, like with Logan Paul, like Logan, like people are getting so mad at him, but he's doing such a strategic job. Like the kid knows how, like Logan is a born showman. He knows how to promote. Like he doesn't, people don't think he's going to win, but he does such a great job of convincing people of why you should vote for me to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even though I might get my ass beat at the end of the day, I'm still trying to do that little arc where people, like, some people have turned and think I'm going to go over. Like, and that's that's co- sort of why I called out Joker for the fight night. Because, dude, like, you're obviously, Joker's one of the bigger stars in MHW. He's a promoter, whatever. Dude, if I fight him, win, lose, or draw, when he accepts the fight, it's a W. Because I just called out the biggest, one of the biggest promoters and wrestler, wrestling characters on the stream. 
that's upping the levels. Like, and I had Dan, Dimebag Dan, coming after me as well. I love Dan, bro. Dan's so funny. Dan's a legend, man. Dan and I go at it a lot, but we agree on so much. Dan, I really wanted Dan to win that IC title, but Fox Pit Bro is insane. I really, you know, Fox a lot Pit. of the, the mad ones, too. Fox Pit's not even a mad one, bro. It's just Fox Pit's the um, unholy pedos. Dude, but, like, again, whether you're mad ones, whether you're unholy alliance, any faction, bro. Like, MHW is the brand and it's going to be the brand. Like, I, I think the words that think Joker right and Don put in. What? They be in the wrestling Twitch community. I think it's prime with MHW right now. Yeah, man. And, and it's going to be the question is can they keep that going? You know what I mean? I need Joe really close because you asked me to join. See, it's me and Don are close. It's the opposite. And Joker, Joker, and I just tease each other all day. Me, I, I knew Don. I knew Don was TC, though. And I asked him to be on my show. And that was when, you know, everything was different. This is what. Because he used Nick Gage, he used John Moxley, and all of them. When Joker came, he scratched that. He was like, nah, bro, because they don't. Because you don't see John Moxley watching MHW, you don't. So what you use people that actually watch, and then we're gonna get big, they're gonna get bigger and bigger, and that's what exactly what happened. So I guess like it was sort of like I was right in a way where I said Don had the idea, but Joker re kind of re sort of re expanded or the Joker the idea. Joker, I feel like Joker and Don were like be perfect. Yeah, it's that perfect, like, like I, I told this to Don, like, with me and you, right? It's that perfect kind of, like, people want to see us fight and every Discord that we're in, but it's sort of like that heel babyface dynamic where you and I just balance each other out. Our characters just balance so well, and there's such a story behind it. It's like our characters just balance out. Oh, since in 2K22... Um, I'll put one of my J's up there to face you. And do you want me to put one of your, your big B call up there or are you can make a new one? Uh, definitely put one up. Go ahead. Um, I'll see if I can get it, uh... What about your call? You want me to put, like, your call up there? Because your call is re-uploadable. Like, I gave them your call. Uh, yeah, sure. Also, I also upgraded your moveset a little because I've noticed that, like, whoever made your moveset... Like, they put it all default, but your finisher and SIG. Are you serious? Yeah. I Wait, who, who, who did that? I'm just out of curiosity. Isn't that Bongwander who made your character? Oh, screw him. Oh, no, because he asked me, so so you gave it to Bongwander, right? I think he had asked me. Um, so Ziggy had created my character, as you know. Bongwander asked me if he could rechange the moveset a little bit, but he's like, I'll put you over, I'll put you over. I was like, thought nothing of it. This is before me and Bongwater had heat. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, sure. Restructure it a little bit. You know, he wanted he he said the moveset didn't work or whatever. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, go ahead. Restructure it just a bit. But don't make any major changes. So then he, he puts me in the storyline. He books me to lose, which, again, I'm all for putting people over whatever, whatever the case may be. 
but dude, you put me over in a humiliating gimmick. But then you did you see in the chat where he started to say that I turned on his brand, that I turned on him? No. So he then came into my chat and one day started harassing me and said that I had turned my back on him, that I turned my back on the brand, literally because I told him I was busy. And he was like, well, you told me you were working another promotion and blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, like I, I collaborate with about 80 other streamers. I have never once had an issue with you. Like we've been collaborating for three years. Never once had a problem with you. We've never once had beef. Like, legit beef. Like, shoot. Yeah, we do have the beef for Twitch. But, dude, that's Wrestling God versus... That's Big B versus Jay North. That's Big B versus Ghost, man. Like, that's what our rivalry is. But that's character. Bro, that's not us as people, bro. That's not me and you right now. We're sitting down here having a a legit uh, uh, conversation. But that's because we're not character. We're... I mean, I'm not, like, we're not in character right now. I mean, if we're in character, like, right now, bro, it's just talking. Okay, so I was trying to look for the screenshots. I found the screenshots. All right, and he, I, I took a screenshot of his chat, and he said, your time, when you're ready to listen, I'll have a real chat with you. This isn't personal. You need to help level your average views. I'm trying to help you, but you're dumb AF and can't chill long enough to, uh, to show loyalty and get major love. I had commented. I said, I don't want this to be personal. Your community will never come over me. Right, this is where I get a little angry. You will never come over me from all over from me because you are fake AF. These are real DMs between us. People can see it. You need to understand this is community isn't about money. It's about having fun with others. You're a clout chaser. Once you understand, you will listen and get the help. Until then, I'll ho- ready, ready. This is where this is where it pisses me off entirely. I'll hold off my power. And send stuff and advice to people deserving. You make a good crybaby. Keep it up. Dude, would you even like... And then he said after that, he texted me privately. He was like, I'm just kidding, man. Please don't unsubscribe. Like, would you work with somebody that said that to you? Probably not. I don't really have any beef people I work with. Because they love my character. They're just love. No, but like... like God. Probably like I'm not gonna work with I don't like it work. Do you mean ask me if I want to be in season? I told him I'm retired. <laughs> retired, bro. Like Jay Jay's. Was that also because you support me more? Yeah, and then, yeah, it's Ghost's time, bro. Like I'm telling people, don't call me Jay. It's Ghost. It's the Ghost's time, bro. Like. In Discord, bro. They call me Jay. Jay Dutt. Jay Dutt. And Ghost, Ghost caught up to him. Pretty much killed Jay. But, dude, a lot of people don't like him. Like, he's legit done some shady stuff. Bong water with his promotion. Like, how, I don't... I mean, how if you really listen to this, I don't In my first match was not good, bro. Like... You're going to put what me happened? in a multi-man match of the first go. You're not going to give me a full debut match. Yeah. yeah. I, I think literally, I think the first match I had was against, in, in, his, in his promotion, I think the first match I had was against his best friend, Shadow. Which, Shadow's a great dude. We have no beef. Right? I, I don't dislike the guy. The guy's actually pretty cool. We talk a lot. 
where we used to talk a lot. Now we kind of lost contact, but nah, I mean, he booked me against his best friend. Like, I pretty much knew I was going in there to lose. Right? Does he rig his matches? That's what I thought. Because... Does he, so, like, does he control people in his matches so he so they win? No, but from what I hear, like, he's like, literally, he wanted me to be this crybaby gimmick, and he put me in this bunny outfit. And maybe I'm not, I thought it was in a bunny. I thought it was just you in, like, a, in a blow-up duck. Yeah, but, dude, he wanted to humiliate me for Twitch, for views. Like, again, I'm fine with whatever gimmick you put me in, but, dude... You're gonna you're gonna demean me and my gimmick just so you can get like a laugh or a view, man. Like that's too far. And then we had our falling out. He was like, You want off the brand, you're making a big mistake. I was like, dude, I want off the brand. I said, I'm not gonna humiliate myself and sell myself out. Just to make you a view. Like, literally, when I was on his channel, the views skyrocketed. Whenever I was in that channel, the views went up. Whenever I was gone, I heard from people, the views went extremely downhill. And what? They went to like 20 to 7. Exactly. When I'm in there, like, this is what I tell people. When I'm in there, views go up. I am the the money. Like, this is why I say it in, in, in MHW, but it's true. Like, I am the money draw. Like, when, again, when my, when I post my content and when I go help others, the views immediately go up because they want to see what I do next. When I'm not there, the views are down in the toilet. Yeah, man. I help a lot of people, like, and I'm a very patient person, but, like, when you piss me off, and again, when he says a whole, like, his girlfriend, bro, was even coming after me, too. Like, he sent his girlfriend after me. His girlfriend was sending me DMs. Like, you turned your back on my boyfriend. You turned my back on the brand. Your back on our brand. Ba ba ba. I was like... I mean, bro, it's just the kind of person he is, bro. I mean, just don't deal... I just don't deal with people like that. It's like, like... For like MHW, bro, if you're a crybaby, you get kicked out instantly, bro. We don't care about your feelings in MHW. <laughs> and that's the point, man. Like, but sometimes I feel like Kitty, like you know, Kitty's in the mad ones. Like, sometimes I don't feel like she gets it. No. So with Kitty, so from what I've gotten, again, I don't know her that well, but like for me personally, so what I was doing in the chat, I don't know if any of y'all picked up on this, but I was trying to do a little reverse psychology. Like when you said that we were together, Queen and Brit and I were together. I automatically in my head thought reverse psychology. This is the perfect opportunity for me to screw with them. And she completely took it a different direction and said, no, I got like, you know, all sensitive and stuff. And I was like, damn it. I was like, this is like, she ruined my whole plan. <laughs> like, and I love, I love Brit. Like, she's great. One of the, actually the only girl in MHW, uh, the mad ones, honestly, bro, there's all dudes in that chat. It's a sausage fest. But, uh, uh, that's because we have Jasmine and all of them, you know, with Juju and Yaz, they don't really, they don't talk, hear them in the background. Juju, I guess that's why I love, like, Donnie, like, dude, Donnie and Juju, like, all I hear is Juju in the back, like, just, when it's, when it's her versus Queen Yaz, Joker's girl, it's hilarious when you hear any of them in the back cussing each other out. Dude, it's funny. 
Because, bro, I mean, a lot of the women in MHW, too, are just in the background. Like, it's kind of like they never talk, and it's more of... But as I said to Chingon, as I said to Joker, as I said to Donnie, like, we have people in MHW of all creeds, brands, sizes, whatever. Like, we have people that are great with promos, but aren't great with in-the-ring in skills. We have people that are great in the ring and great on the mic. We have people that, like me, maybe my record doesn't show that. But as I tell, keep telling people, like... Either way, like, y'all want to see what I'm doing, bro. I have literally a list of DMs of people in that chat calling me out to fight. Like, we had Shadow, Legend, or Shadow, whatever. I love Shadow. He Shadow doesn't English, but he, he, he's really funny. Oh, yeah. Shadow calling me out to fight. A-Rich calling me out to fight. I think you called me out a couple times, but that was for our feud. Um, Big, you know, Dan. Oh, Dan just called me out tonight. Joker's calling me out, bro. Like, here's the thing, like, everybody's like, oh, well, we don't like you, you don't bring views, but you call me out on a weekly basis. You know what I mean? So clearly I'm doing something right. Because here's the thing with me, if you're getting attention from MHW or getting attention from Legends, period, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Um... So also, uh, so I guess we'll go into a little uh, question. Uh, so we're going to go into our week eight games of the picks of the week, I guess. We'll go into our week eight uh, results. Um, and then I guess we can end it off with the question, I guess, that I have for you. And then uh, we can talk a little bit more. And then, yeah, I guess we'll end it after that. We can talk a little bit more about MHW and then I'll end it uh, after that. All right. How's that? All righty. So let's see. Week nine or week eight. Week, week eight? Yeah, week eight. All right. Let's see. We had the Cardinals and the Vikings. The Vikings advanced six and one over the Cardinals, 34 26. What'd you think of that game? It was all right. I'll, I'll give it a good seven out of 10. All righty. Let's see. We had Seahawks and Giants. I'm going to give this. Good 10 out of 10. You know, the Giants suck. Their oh, yeah. season's over. I'll give, it, I'll give it a 9. I mean, Seahawks, again, are a C-plus team. Giants are the underdog. Giants stayed to the end, even though we lost by, what, two scores. Still got a hand to the G-men. They stayed in there for the win. Or, not for the win, but you know what I mean. Stayed in there and fought, even though they didn't win. All right, Rams... And 49ers. What do you think of that? Uh, I already knew the Niners are going to win. Niners, I feel like always own the Rams in the um, season and then get smacked. I think, I think the Niners, honestly, are an extremely tough team. And people underestimate the Niners a lot. Well, the Niners, I think, when healthy, have one of the best teams in football. And one of the best offenses, honestly, that I've seen in a really long time. I feel like their defense degraded out. Defensive coordinator to be their head coach. Oh yeah, definitely. After Salah come to us, then yeah. Our offensive coordinator was is now the Dolphins head coach. I was like, and, dang, bro. Like the, I mean, it's a great day to be a Niners, like a Niners fan though. Like you're just your people are getting recognized to be head coaches. I mean, hey, the Niners were right. Uh, the, the, the 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 betting odds were right, and the Niners were favored. Um. Uh, so for those stats for that game, the top performers were Brandon Ayuk for the Niners. Yeah, I had 
and Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo was 21 for 25 at 235 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Christian McCaffrey had 94 yards, one touchdown, 18 attempts. Brandon Ayuk had 81 yards, one touchdown, and six catches. Um, we compare that to the Rams' top players. Um, Matthew Stafford, who had, was 22 of 33, had 187 yards, one touchdown. Matt Stafford was also the star rushing today with negative one yards, one oh, touchdown, wow. and two attempts. And Cooper Cup was the star receiving at 79 yards, one touchdown, and eight catches. Um, for the Giants, we'll just go over Giants and Seahawks real quick. So for the top performers, we had Daniel Jones, 17 to 31, 176 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Saquon Barkley, 53 yards, one touchdown, and 20 attempts. We had receiving a surprising one in Darius Slayton with 66 yards, no touchdowns, and five catches. Um, for the Seahawks, on the other side, we had Geno Smith, 23 of 34, 212 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, we had Kenneth Walker III with 51 yards, one touchdown, and 18 attempts. And Tyler Lockett with 63 yards, one touchdown, and five catches. I actually saw the two, the one, the two that Lockett dropped. Um, yeah, that was a terrible drop. The, the one long pass with, I think it was Geno. And it's just it was, crazy because Tyler know, never drops those. Lockett's always that one receiver you know who will catch it, and he actually finally drops one. I was like, oh, it's over. But the Giants played decent defense. Good man coverage. Um, you know, they played decent. So, uh, I was impressed with them. All right. The next game we got was the Commanders and Colts. What did you think of that? We can skip that one. That was so boring. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to say the top performers real quick before we hit, move on to the next one. Taylor Heineke with 23 of 31. 279 passing yards. One touchdown. One interception. Uh, he also was rushing with 29 yards, a touchdown, six attempts. He had the game-winning touchdown. That's true. Scary Terry McLaurin with 113 yards, no touchdowns, and six catches. He did have that one good catch, though, if you didn't see it. He had that, like, that catch that... Oh, Terry's, Terry's good. Terry's very underrated. If Terry got traded to a better team, he would be, on, he would be like, top five, I feel like. Okay. Well, we'll take him. No, I'm kidding. You guys need a receiver, but the commanders don't trade you him. We'll give him Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay's worth more. Kenny, a rotten apple is worth more than Kenny Galladay. That's true. We had Jonathan Taylor, it looks like, with 76 yards, zero attempts, and six, zero touchdowns, and 16 attempts. All mm-hmm. right, so the next game we have here is Titans versus Texans. What did you think of that one? Boring. Boring. Yeah, I kind of feel that. Malik Willis, though, had... Titans are just boring this season. Titans are just a wild card team. That's it. Oh, yeah. And Malik Willis did 6 of 10, 55 yards, one interception. With also Derrick Henry with 219 yards, two touchdowns, and 32 attempts. Yeah, I think... Robert Woods... Go ahead. Robert Woods, too, has failed this season with receiving, but he only had 26 yards, two ca- two catches. We have Davis Mills, 17 of 29, 152 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Looks like Brandon Cook with 73 yards, no touchdowns, four, and four catches. 
with a dying franchise. They're going to one and five. I believe, if I'm not wrong, I think it's six losses you have to have in order to be out of the playoffs. Am I correct no, on that? Um, no, because um, you can go not go to the playoffs. Oh, that's true. Yeah, if you Texas lose Dark. 10 games, yeah, many night, yes, you're probably not in. If you go 9 and 8 and win the division, you're automatically in. Okay, that's good to know. You have to go to, you have to hear like the commanders in 2020. They will be only won seven games, but everyone else in your division won. I gotcha. Wow. All right. So, what do you think of this game? Your Steelers nope. against the Eagles. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you want me to just list the top performers, then we can move on. I got five two, and I thought TJ was going to be back. Damn. All right. So I'll just list the top performers for this game, and then we can move on. Um, Kenny Pickett with twenty three of thirty eight, one hundred ninety one yards, one interception. Um, you're going to have those tough games. I'm not going to say the score of We should have drafted Malik over Kenny. Yes. Gotcha. I, I think you guys should have, in my opinion, too. Is because it was a higher ceiling. But we drafted the guy who has the higher floor. Like, bro, what are we. Higher floor. <laughs> oh, I don't know where the Steelers. Steelers are a mess, honestly. All Your whole team is a mess. No offense. Yeah, um, our corners um, didn't exist today for me in fantasy, so I won't complain. It's true. All right, so for Jalen Warren, he had 29 attempts, 153 yards, no touchdowns. Pat Fryermuth had 57 yards, zero touchdowns, but four catches. With Jalen Hurts, had four touchdowns, no interceptions, 19-28, 285 yards, potential MVP candidate right there. Uh, Miles Sanders, 78 yards, one touchdown, nine attempts. And Antonio, I'm not Antonio, why did I say Antonio? <laughs> uh, we had A.J. Brown with 156 yards, three touchdowns, and six catches. So who do you think is the one to stop the Eagles? you think there's anyone that can do it or no? Uh, they face the Bills or Chiefs. I think the Bills and Chiefs will beat them. Mm-hmm. Anyone in the AFC, I feel like... Week seven, no, week seventeen or eighteen, they will lose because that's probably when they're gonna put their backups in. Eagles are playing, um, I believe, Thursday against Houston. If that's, if that's, a, that's they, a W, if they lose there, people are gonna. I won't complain just because of Stingley. Gotcha. I know we talked about this game, but the Jets and the Patriots. That game got Jets choked. Jets had a great first half. Second half was was done. Uh, all right, so we have Zach Wilson. Top performers, I'll just say this. Zach Wilson, who had 20 of 41, 355 oh, that- yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Do you want to go ahead? No, it's terrible. Did he just say 21 out of 49? No, 20 out of 41 with 355 yards, two Dude, touchdowns. 40, that was 21 missed attempts. Didn't they say his completion rate, too, was less than, like, 50? Dude, this is, he might be not the answer. It was His completion percentage is 48 today. 49 if you round it, because it's .487 if you do the math. So, four, we'll say 49 about. less, Like, literally less than 50%. 
That, that, yeah, he, he threw that game the second half. That was all Zach Wilson, honestly. Um, all right, we had Michael Carter with 26 yards, seven attempts, no touchdowns. Tyler Conklin with 79 yards, two touchdowns, and six catches. Conklin had a good game today. First two touchdowns I've ever seen him actually get for our team. So kudos to uh, Tyler Conklin. Uh, we have Mac Jones with 24-35, 194 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. We had R- Ramondre Stevenson with 114 attempts, 558 yards, and four touchdowns on the season. But today he has 71 yards, 16 attempts. And Jacoby Myers had 60 yards, one touchdown, and nine catches. Um, I think that game was mid, honestly. Uh, the Bills and Packers game is still going on, so once we'll do that at the end because it's two thirty-four, and by the time we get through all these games, then we'll be it's good. Fourth, what quarter is it? Uh, it is right now fourth. One. Bills lead by looks like ten points, so that's what touchdown and the field goal. Uh, touchdown. Hold up. Yeah, it should be touchdown and field goal. Touchdown no. seven. Oh, yep. Touchdown and field goal. Field goal three. Yeah. 27 to 17. Bills are up. Bills are winning that one, hopefully. Packers fell off. That's going to lead me into my later question. The question we're going to end off with. And the question I'm also going to put in chat. For you MHW people that watch this podcast or anybody to go and comment, I'm going to put it, link it to the episode. Uh, so that way you guys can reply on it and then I will respond Maybe I'll get Jay back to respond, or sorry, Ghost, back to respond for your uh, replies to this question. Um, all right, what do we think of Raiders and Saints? Raiders head coach sucks. Bro, the Saint twenty-four to nothing, dude. I'm telling you, bro. So the Raiders head coach used to be the Broncos head coach, and he was the Raiders head coach. It was the guy who drafted Tim Tebow. Oh my god. And you put Alvin him, Kamara, he's a good bro. offensive coordinator, but he sucks at head coaching. Bro, Alvin Kamara with three touchdowns. Are you freaking kidding me? Three touchdowns today for Alvin Kamara to end the defense to twenty-four to nothing win. Oh my god! So he, so he's the one with the only touchdowns because uh, he had three. I'm checking, man. Hold he on. He had three, and then they would have had a field goal. Yeah, he had one rushing and two two uh, receiving. Yep, and then nuts. Yep, he went nuts, and then that means they they will they scored three touchdowns and a field goal. Bro, and they had Andy Dalton. So is Jameis hurt or is he benched? I have no idea. I think he's hurt. I think Jameis is. Not, I think Jameis might be like he's not. No, he was bad in Tampa too. Honestly, so I'm not surprised. Right, so Andy Dalton had, let's see, 22 of 30, 229 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Alvin Kamara, 62 yards, one touchdown, 18 attempts. 96 yards for Kamara, two touchdowns, nine catches. And then for Derek Carr, 15 of 26, 101 yards, and one interception. Uh, Josh Jacobs with 43 yards, 10 attempts. And who is it? Matt Collins. With 64 yards, 7 catches. So the Raiders officially suck. Yep. Alright, so we have a couple more games to review. And then the Packers and the Bills will do at the end. 
since that game is still going on currently. There's 207 left. Um, so I'm hoping by the time we get through these last couple of games, uh, we will be able to then talk about the Bills and Packers. Hopefully the Packers don't get a touchdown. So if they do, that game is going to be timeout central. Oh, yeah. We'll see what they can do. See if Aaron Rodgers rages. And we're going to actually, my last question to end it off is going to actually be about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, which is why we're here. Um, all right. So let's see what we have here. Talked about that. Talked about that. Um, what are we on now? Dolphins and Lions? Uh, Dolphins. Oops. Lions always choke. It's Jared Goff. Like, I got into a Twitter war with Lion- the Lions fans. And people were like, oh, well, he's great. No, we- no, he's not. No, he's not. All right. So, this was 31 to 27. Wow. Dolphins and Lions are 1 and 6. Don't show trash on Jared Goff, though. That was the Lions defense that sold. Yeah, but Goff ain't great either. Like, what has he really done, to be honest with you? Like, um, he, he couldn't he even lead the Rams. He brought the Rams to the Super Bowl. Did you say he almost or he did? He did. Didn't he lose, though? I mean, that, I mean really, that defense lost, bro. Of a receiver, like, Julio Edelman cooked that defense. He sauced him up. Who we got here? So we had Jared Goff to the Lions. We'll go with the Lions first. Jared Goff had 27 of 37, 321 yards, and one touchdown. Not terrible by Goff. Uh, not a terrible performance. We had uh, Jamal Williams. Golf for MVP. Who? Jared Goff for MVP, baby. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think Jalen Hurts for MVP or Saquon, but we'll Saquon's see. not getting it, bro. He's getting back player for sure, bro. I think I think Jalen will get uh, MVP for, for what he's been playing. Either Jalen uh, or Josh, and then come back is going to be Saquon. Oh yeah. J- Jamal Williams just had 50, 53 yards, two touchdowns, ten attempts. TJ Hawkinson with eighty yards, three catches, no touchdowns. Uh, then we have the Dolphins. Uh, Raheem Mostart, sixty-four yards, no touchdowns, fourteen attempts. Tua Tagovailoa with 382 yards, 29 to 36. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. That's Tyreek Tua. Oh, yeah. I like Tua. I think Tua, I think the Dolphins will be a wild card team this year. So will the Jets and so will the Giants. Dolphins I got as my wild card pick. Um, Tyreek Hill, two with 188 yards, 12 catches, but no touchdowns. Tyreek the Freak. Tyreek Hill might break. I think Tyreek is going to break the reception record this year. You think? Yeah. He's about, to break his, he's about to break it. Calvin Johnson has it. And if, like, how the season's going right now, Tyreek's going to break it. Interesting. We'll have to see what happens. Cowboys unless he'll, he's, and Unless who gets hurt. Unless who gets hurt? The Bears. What happened to you? Your audio went out. That sucks, for sure. Oh, yeah. So, Cowboys of Bears. So, the top performers today were Dak Prescott with 21 of 27, 250 yards, two touchdowns, one IMC. Still trash. Oh, yeah. I mean, they fought the Bears, so. I mean, granted, they're the team that beat the Patriots last week, but, you know. Uh, Tony Pollard with 131 yards, three touchdowns, 14 attempts. 
screw the cowgirls. Uh, CeeDee Lamb with 77 yards, one touchdown, and five catches. Uh, we have Justin Fields, 17 of 23, 151 yards, two touchdowns. And Darnell Mooney with 70 yards and five catches. I had Darnell last year. Fantasy wasn't great. Sucked. All right, we have two for more games. Fantasy, for last year for fantasy, I freaking had um, Joe Mixon. He did great. Jeez, Joe, Joey Mixon. All right, let's see who we got. Do we have any games on for tomorrow or no? Yeah, I think it's Bengals versus um, Browns. Oh, all right, so we'll predict that one at the end. Um, all right, so we have Panthers-Falcons next. Uh, what do you think um, of this game? Oh, the, the Panthers kicker should be fired. Oh, yeah. He missed I, two game winners. In my opinion, kicker's the easiest position to play. Panthers quarterback situation, too, is a mess. Baker is you're just trash, bro. Sam Darnold is... Sam Darnold is just... Needs to retire. He's mid. He's beyond mid, bro. Sure. Alright, so we have... Let's see. PJ Walker with 19 of 36... 317 yards, one touchdown, one interception. And we have DJ Moore with 152 yards, one touchdown, six catches. DJ Moore, he needs to get traded, bro. Definitely. So does Brian. Like, the whole defense for the Panthers needs to get traded because they're all full of young talent. Take them out. Take them out. Um, we have Marcus Mariota next. There's 20 and 28. 253 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. And Kyle Pitts with 80 yards, one touchdown, and five catches. It's got me freaking a decent amount of points, baby. Oh, yeah. And then we have last, well, second to last, we have the the early morning game, which I did not get up for this morning. The one in London. If you go for a Broncos game. Oh, yeah. And sorry if I sound under, under the weather. I'm feeling a little sick. So, my apologies. Um, so, today we had, let's see, Broncos and Jaguars, which, yeah, it's just an early morning London game. I was like, I'm not getting up for this. No. Not for the Broncos and not for the Jaguars. Absolutely not. If it was, like, my Jets or Giants playing in London. I still want it, even if it was the Steelers, bro. That's way too early for me. Yeah, uh, it depends on the game. It depends on the team, but it's Broncos who literally going to be Jets or somebody. I'm pretty sure though. Broncos have destroyed the meaning of Thursday night football. Like legit, like every game that they have now is so boring. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. It's either Russell Wilson sucks or they pick the bad offensive coach. Russell Wilson sucks. Well, no, I think it's bad offensive coach. I think it's a combination of the two. I think Wilson just needs to you retire. Know, the problem is they hired the offensive coach for the reason they thought they're going to get Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers that was his offensive coordinator. Well, they didn't get him. That was the problem. You done messed up now. Let's see. So we have Russell Wilson, who was 18 of 30, 252 yards, one touchdown, one INT. We have Latavius Murray. I think his name is. Yeah, Latavius Murray. 40- He's not retired, bro. <laughs> he hasn't retired yet, man. Jesus, bro. He's like 35. He has one touchdown, 14 attempts. Jerry Judy, 63 yards, one touchdown, six catches. Trevor Lawrence for the Jaguars. 
Uh, 18 to 31, 133 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. That's a terrible game. 133 yards and two interceptions. Awful. And Evan Ingram, surprisingly, with 55 yards, four catches, and a touchdown. Let's see how Ingram's doing this season. He has one touchdown. What happened? Like I remember 2020. And then after that, he became the worst tight end. Dude, he literally has one touchdown this year. He's crazy in Madden. So So trash. 330 yards, but only a touchdown. All right, looks like the Packers and Bills game just ended. Oh, really? Yep. Um, All right, so... Score was 27 to 17. Bills took it. Bills were the underdog anyway. The favorites were minus 10 and a half. Packers plus 10 and a half. They need to get the situation fixed figured out quickly. Alright, so we had the Bills won 27 to 17. So we had Josh Allen, 13 of 25, 218 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Not the best game from Josh Allen, but we move. We move. I mean, Packers have uh, decent th- corners. Oh, yeah. Like, your Jai years, I think, is top five. I didn't watch the game, but I think they put him under a lot of pressure. Probably for Josh Allen. It's probably why he has those low numbers. Well, for us, slow. Usually, Josh is always in the daytime and during his games. It's the one nighttime game he was in. You know, the Bills, too, are actually the betting favorites right now to make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, they, I feel like they were at the start after they got Von Miller. Everybody last season, or leading up to the season, everybody said it was going to be Bills and Packers. Like, legit, tonight was supposed to be the Super Bowl matchup. I predicted Bills versus Bucks. Wow. So, I predicted Bills and Ravens. I'm not Bills and Ravens. Bills and uh, Rams. I feel like the Rams would have won that one. Like, yeah, last year the Rams probably would have won that one. But this year, Rams, though, compared to Hell no. Bills. I don't, I don't think the Rams are going to make it past the divisional. Really? You're, so you're taking no way to the. We got a new Super Bowl champion this year. Mm-hmm. And who do you think uh, that Super Bowl champ's going to be? Bills, and I predict it's going to be Eagles or Bills or Bucks or Bills. Eagles versus Bills is going to be 28 to 24. Bills win. And it's in, either of it's going to be the Bills versus Bucks. It's going to be 31 to 20. Jeez, I like that prediction. So, who had to buy this week? It was um, Bucks and Chargers, I think, right? Yeah. Okay. No, 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 the, Bucks, no the Bucks had the Monday game. Oh, yeah, so they didn't play. And the, the Chargers had the bye. I think the Giants have a bye next week coming up in week nine. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Steelers do too. I don't know about the Jets. I think the Jets are playing next week. I think they just already had the bye, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think they had it. Uh, let's look it up for time's sake. Jets bye week. Well, it's going to be Sunday 11. Oh, no, it's week 10. Week 10, they have the bye week. So, not next That's week. That's a good time to have a bye week. Oh, yeah. I don't even know who we're playing next week. We are playing. The, the, oh yeah, the Bills. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time to have a bye week. 
We're playing the Bills first in our division. I mean, if we beat them, though, I mean, that kind of shows the narrative that the Jets can go in there and beat top teams. So I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think so either, but I'm trying to keep my hopes up. Something, something to look forward to this weekend. No, I'm kidding. I, I know the Bills are probably going to take us down. and I don't think Sauce Gardner is going to be MVP Sauce, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right, so we have Bills and Packers. So the top players were Josh Allen. We already said that. Uh, Stephon Diggs with 108 yards, one TD, at six catches. We had Aaron Rodgers with 19 of 30, 203 yards, two touchdowns, one INT. We had Aaron Jones with 143 yards, 20 attempts, and no touchdowns. And we have Romeo Dukes with 20, let's see, 62 yards, four catches, and one touchdown. That's nice. It is. And, uh, okay. So, we're going to do our ending question now, and then we're going to talk a little bit more, I guess, about why our rivalry works, in a sense. If you want to just do that, we'll talk a little bit more about MHW, and then we'll end off the episode. All right. All right. So, the question I have for you, and I have prepared, was, is it time for Tom Brady, because this has been going around this morning, is it time for Tom Brady and Russell, um, not Tom Brady and Russell Wilson, is it time for Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers to retire, or do you think the Bucks and the Packers can make a comeback and make the playoffs? I feel like it's different. The Bucks are going to the playoffs. I feel like people are dumb and saying they're not. They're going to make it. But Tom's retiring. Should retire after this year because I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. If they do, and Tom doesn't retire, he's ruining his legacy because you're not going to go win back to back. I think that as well. Rodgers, I think Rodgers is done. I think Rodgers might have one more year in the tank after this. Yeah, I don't see Rodgers playing past maybe this year because they they right because last year right before this year season even started they said that he wasn't going to play for them you know he wanted to be traded now he wants to go back then he wanted to play for them like he was like up and down on like hey am I going to play really for the Packers this season Uh, which I know is uh, Manny Mag's favorite team which we're going to get him on the podcast soon Uh, I'm hope I I don't know what his schedule allows but yeah I mean uh We'll have to we'll have to see what happens with that. Um, I definitely do think that Rodgers is going to retire after a year. I think Brady's done after this year. I mean, pretty much his life is falling apart around him, dude. Yeah. Like, and it's affecting. I think his stuff that's happening outside of him divorcing his ex-wife or now his his now ex Giselle. Um, you know what's funny? What? You know Pete Davidson? Yeah. They, him and um, Giselle got caught hanging out today. Oh my god! Oh, Mister, uh, I'm gonna hang out with everybody's wives after. Yeah. Bro, that guy's a scumbag, Pete Davidson. I, I, I love him, bro. He's hilarious. Hilarious, but scumbag at the same time, dude. Like, like Antonio Brown, like uh, my my friend that I talked about this on the last episode. I don't know if you heard it or like two episodes. It was episode forty-one. 442 uh, that dropped yesterday. We talked about combat sports on that one. 
our predictions for Jake Paul, Anderson Silva. Definitely go watch that episode. It was big to do. Um, no, but we uh, talked about Antonio Brown, which was one of the main focal points we focused on. And kind of his work with um, him trolling about Giselle. Dude, Antonio Brown is just needs to go to. He needs to go to prison after what he did at the pool. Absolutely, man. All right, Howie, bro. He showed his whole like dick at the pool, bro. Oh my god. All right, man. So I'm gonna let you go. All right, man. All right, thank you, everybody, and thank you, Jay. I appreciate it. Go check it out. Go follow. Go listen to this episode. I gotta head out, so take care, Jay. Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. We'll have to definitely get you back again. Take care and peace. Peace, peace, brother. Peace.